Married with Channels podcast. I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. We're married, we watch TV shows and movies. Yeah. Coming up, we got a uh, what the kids are watching. Um, what else? There's a TV show. <laughs> 1899. Yes, we'll get to that. But we'll first start off with The Menu, starring Ralph Fiennes. I refuse to call him Rafe. Fiennes. I know, right? I know. Anya Taylor-Joy, Nicholas Holt. Uh, there's quite a cast here. But those are just kind of the highlights. The menu, of course, by now, a thriller involving this pseudo-elite dining experience by this uber chef who's like the top of the top, the creme de la creme. Yes. Don't burn the creme. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the gist is, you know, you pay, what, $1,500 to go to this island that is just owned by the chef, and it's his restaurant, and the staff live there, and they... Grow all their stuff. They, they smoke their own meat and smoke on their meat. Yeah, they uh, raise their own, you know, proteins, goats, cows, or whatever. Yeah, and it's a thriller, so things get kind of thrilling. And you know, there will be spoilers coming. But I will. Uh, hmm? You're gonna spoil it for people. Well, yeah. I mean, look at this point. I don't know. Not everybody's seen it. <laughs> but you know, we'll we'll try and warn you when there's spoilers about to come up. Yeah. But uh, the menu's on HBO Max. I think it was in theaters for a little bit, but I thought this movie was fascinating, interesting. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Yeah, I did too. I'm I'm not a foodie. Let me just say yeah. that I'm not a food critic, but I do cook a lot, so I can appreciate the work and the care and yeah. the art for those that are at more of a higher caliber Agreed. um but i also have to say like i was i was rooting for margot's character because i'm like i don't need the pretentious garbage that goes with it you know just like yeah. food i like food and i like to eat food well, <laughs> yeah that being said though like if you're going to this exclusive restaurant like if i went to and it's probably not going to happen but if we went to like this restaurant where it's like 500 dollars a plate you oh know, good lord I would I would put on my appreciate hat. I would put on my tasting hat. I would, I'm not going there to get filled up. I'm not going there to be, you know, like, oh, I'm so stuffed. Because that's not typically how those places go, right? Right. It's not about quantity. It's quite literally about quality. Right. But if I, if I taste something and I like it, I, I just, I want to keep eating it. So like, right. As, <laughs> as, as is probably what most people yeah. are and do when it comes to food right yeah it tastes so, good i want to eat quite kind of a lot of it yeah so like if i get one bite of it what is the point like just to punish me like it's some fleeting thing like i can never have it again like, yeah. it's just kind of silly for food but anyway this is a uh, high-end dining experience um the anya taylor joy character is good because it's definitely our proxy in the movie like we identify with her. Yeah. You know, this is not an experience where normally is on our radar and she's not really kind of, she's kind of rolling her eyes at all of it. Yeah. She kind of makes fun of all of it. But the story's interesting because you're like, what, who are these people? They live on this Island. Like, and again, I got to emphasize the staff live on the Island. Mm -hmm. Like the security guys live in a bunk in this big, almost like, you know, kids, camp away camp style sleeping arrangements where the cots are all lined up mm. 
and this is their lives. Yeah. So what what I couldn't connect is why why would they stay there? Like why not like, just leave the island at the end of the day? Well, because aren't and here's where maybe spoiler alert people if you haven't seen it yet. Some of them were wronged by a chef. Why would you stay? You know? That's the thing that was not really explained yeah. or touched on is why what is this hold he has over these people? Right. Other like, than these people are culinary devotees. Maybe. And he's the cream of the crop. And you want to learn from and him. I want to be and, associated yeah. with him. And to do that, I have to live here. Maybe. But, you know, aside from that, why, why are these people, and spoiler alert, why are these people shooting themselves in the head yeah. for him and this dinner? Now, granted, this is probably the final dinner he's doing with his staff and he somehow convinced them of he's kind of jonestown them somehow i was gonna say is this kind of like a cult where it's they're like all kind cult. of brainwashed into doing kind whatever of? it seems like it right yeah and, and i don't know if you need to spend much time on that yeah and everybody who's dining there just kind of goes along with it but this the sheer subservience of these people to the chef. But this kind of thing, what happens in this movie, what transpires eventually with this menu has not happened before we kind of went through that scenario. No, because one of the characters, his name is Richard Leibert. But anyway, he's been there a few times. He's yeah. done it a few times. Yeah. And this was, you know, there was he made no insinuations that, you know, yeah. something bad happened. Sure. By all accounts, you show up, you pay your $1,500, and you have a exquisite dining experience, then they ship you home. Mm-hmm. But not this time. This was the f- the denouement, mm. the finale Fancy. of this chef's career in the Hawthorne restaurant. Uh, but if you haven't seen the menu yet, spoiler alert, it uh, culminates in essentially this murder-suicide between the guests and the crew and the chef and the sous chefs, all of them. And it's fascinating to watch the story unfold. I know halfway through, I was thinking, you know, once they started, like, you know, once the one sous chef shot himself mm-hmm. in a part of the menu, mm-hmm. I was thinking, okay, this is going to, at the end, they're going to reveal it was all staged, you know, blood right. squib, yeah. blank, and it, it's all to propel the customers to really appreciate like because they're going to explain some your heightened sense of your own mortality makes you appreciate things more including <laughs> taste and the food you know and it's and it, it's all about the food and the taste don't just gobble your food enjoy it roll credits yeah but that's not what happened i thought kind of something similar that he, like it would because people said oh this dining experience it's so exclusive and it's life changing and i thought maybe you know, they would go through, this would all be theatrical and fake and staged. Yeah. And it kind of makes them think about life. Like if you thought you were going to die, what would you think about, you know, mm-hmm. and, and how, and then you kind of think about all the regrets and those are kind of brought to light to some of these individuals in each course, you know, of yeah. things that they've done that are kind of not so great. And, you know, maybe it evokes a change in a person's life you know i don't know (laughs) no it's interesting how you know it i see the motivation behind it all 
Yeah. You know, at first, about halfway through, three quarters of the way through, I'm like, what's the chef Swalnick? What's, why is he doing this? Yeah. But when he met with, and I'll play the clip here, when he met with Margot, mm-hmm. who, uh, to set up the clip, she, he sniffs out that she's in the service industry. It just so happens she's like a call girl mm-hmm. or a hooker or something. And she, yeah. she had, uh, perform some weird stuff for Richard yes. who's been a, a customer there a few times. Like she did some stuff that nothing much really weirds her out, but then he had her do and say some things that in the course of their service weirded her out, mm. but it all kind of, the motivations came to made sense because of this scene here. Do you enjoy providing your services? Yes. Alright, I used to. Do you enjoy providing yours? Oh, I used to, but uh, I haven't desired to cook for someone in ages. And one does miss that feeling. One does miss that feeling. So it's like this and the cheeseburger scene, it, it, then it all makes sense. He, he has lost the purpose for his art. Like he. Yeah. He doesn't He's, have the passion for it. Yeah, like he might be really good at it, but yeah. it doesn't mean his heart is in it and he loves it still. Yeah, you and know? It's, I think ultimately the message of this movie is like, don't ever lose your passion for that thing that you're doing, Yeah, right? And if you are, you should get out. And Maybe that's not your real calling, you know, or, or your is, real passion. Or it is, but it's like, get out. Yeah. You know, when, if you don't have the passion anymore, move on. Yeah. And the extreme example here is killed everybody in himself right i think all artistry kind of has that like if you're a musician and you're making music for everybody else it, it right. kind of loses something you know but if you're doing it because you feel those feelings and that you know emotes through a song it's a difference it's a big difference and yeah. all art's kind of that way i think cooking can be an art as as well and yeah. especially at this kind of level like yeah. yeah totally and and it's interesting the clientele that are there um, you know, they're, they're all, they've either kind of like the, the food critic lady mm-hmm. has ruined careers yep. and restaurants, even though, she, and she was kind of like partially responsible for his success. Mm-hmm. She had a couple good reviews. Then you had the actor played by John Leguizamo mm-hmm. just doing it for the paycheck. You yep. know, that shitty movie he mentioned. Yeah. Um, and the tech bros, yeah. they're not in any kind of like field where it's valuable and fulfilling and soul filling no they're stealing from the company they're embezzling they're, and, yeah they're just yeah tech bros just trying to squeeze a dime yeah screwing people over and offshore accounts and things like that so, yeah yeah and it's, so it's interesting like and I, I guess he probably picked all these people to be there to like because some way or another they are either responsible for how he turned out or they are superficial assholes who don't appreciate what they're doing or who they have or what they have yeah to an extent and so i just find that kind of fascinating and the cheeseburger scene you know initially i was like why did he let her go yeah but then it made sense it's because she challenged him yeah open up something inside him about you know making a cheeseburger he put the love into it yeah he cared about what he was doing in his craft yeah he almost loved it yeah and it it she you know, essentially press the right buttons. Right. And he's like, you can go. Yeah. She's like, can I have a to-go box? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that was kind of tense. Yes. Like she took one bite and was like, you know what? My eyes are bigger than my stomach. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what's he going to do? But, what's her angle? She she did something right, you know? Yeah. And but, I, I think a lot. Sorry, go ahead. Well, and so she's like kind of maybe a little like trepidation there. Like, how far can I push this? Is right. he going to let me go now? You know? But I think based on that conversation we just played. Mm-hmm. She realized, because before she asked for the cheeseburger, she's, they show her Anya Taylor-Joy, and she has this revela- revelatory look on her face. Yeah, like, I know how to do yeah. this. And then I she know turns around out. Yeah. And, sa- and kind of dresses him down a little bit and, yeah. and orders the cheeseburger. She knows that he has lost his passion. Yeah. And that, you know, you can make a cheeseburger. If you can make it with love, then you still have the passion. Yeah. I was almost hoping at that point there'd be a redeeming process with right? the chef where he'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to burn this place to the ground. You all can go. Yeah. And I'm going to open a cheeseburger shop. Right. Or, you know, a mom and pop thing. <laughs> because that's where the love and the passion is. Yeah. For me. For him. So, yeah. It was. Uh, and then she gets on the boat. And I, I don't know if the engine cut out or if she shut it off. But I think I think she shut it off. Yeah. Went out on the bow of the boat. Pulled out that cheeseburger and start eating and watching the whole yeah. island just go up in flames. <laughs> I thought the menu was really good. Yeah. And it had those moments that you have to have in a thriller, those kind of lighter moments. Okay, can I say one that's a sure. lighter moment? Yeah. There was a course in the in the tasting menu where it was labeled men's folly. And then they that's the kind of where they spoiler alert, there's a spoiler here. They separated the men from the women. Yeah. And they gave a course to the women and it had some sort of foam on top. And at first I oh. thought that was like, ew, did they like put bodily fluids yeah, in yeah, their yeah. food? <laughs> like, ugh. <laughs> and when they were kind of eating it and describing it, The foamy. Yes. I'm not usually a fan of foam. <laughs> I was kind of laughing inside. Like, what, what are they getting at here? Is this supposed to be what I think it is? Oh, gross. And like, I think, oh, it's disgusting. I think it was Judith Light's character, Richard's wife, who yeah. said, I don't usually like eating foam. Yeah. And I'm just thinking of it now, like, okay, was that a symbolic I don't move? know. Like, by foam and her not eating it, is she saying she doesn't normally... <laughs> I don't know, but gobble, gobble, gobble. that's what I thought it was. Uh, I, of an adult nature, we'll just say that, okay? I thought the most obvious lighthearted moment I thought was perfect was uh, when Ted, Leslie's uh, magazine publisher, whatever. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're trying to, the men run to get away. Yeah. He's hiding out in the hen house. <laughs> and then the, the, the window opens and a hand comes in with a, a dish saying, congratulations, as the last person found, you get a complimentary yeah. Egg touffant, whatever. Yeah, it is kind of poetic because he's technically being a chicken shit hiding in the chicken oh, building. You know what I mean? Good, like, good it's kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. But um, I thought the movie was well made, well acted. And for a movie that takes place essentially in one room. Yeah. Uh, kudos to them. Yeah. Because a lot of COVID made movies, you get that sense of kind of not claustrophobia, but kind of like, okay, we. Like, give me another set piece. Need here. something different give me another here. Location. Yeah, but it, it totally worked here. And yep, the menu is really good. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah, and now we want cheeseburgers. Yeah, we're gonna make those cheeseburgers. Yeah, we are. Hell yeah! <laughs> can I get a hell yeah? Can I? Can I get one? No. 
Moving on to television show. Yes. I mean, the irony here is uh, it, just a few days ago, it was announced that 1899 on Netflix has been canceled. Mm-hmm. And I'll get to in a moment why Netflix cancels what they cancel. Okay. It, it makes sense. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of annoying if you're a fan of a show. But 1899, it's set like back when steamships were essentially the only transportation. And people were immigrating to America. Yeah. So this old ship, uh, a la Titanic, is cruising around. There's a sister ship of its that's disappeared. They happen upon it. Or they go to find it, but they, they, they find it. And there's this weird stuff happening. It's kind of, kind you know, of ghost-like, supernatural, yeah, if you will. Yeah, it's like a ghost ship going on. And there's like, a, on, the, on the ship that they're on, there's the secret passageway into the captain's quarters and flashbacks and there's, mysterious people who may be up to no good. Yeah, there's this weird beetle that crawls around. Yeah, this guy swims a sh- from one, from the yeah. from the mystery ship, swims up onto the re- the... The regular ship. Yep. And he lets a beetle into a room. You mentioned it. It kind of has a lost vibe to it. It totally does. And it's like a puzzle movie, almost. And I've read a couple things like, okay, you need to watch this with the subtitles on because you don't want to miss any of the languages. Yeah, okay. You know what they're saying. Still. Uh, So, it's one season. It's one and done now. Uh But I want to finish the season. I... I'm not like pining for it, yeah. but it's interesting. I think it's probably for me, the ship stuff is kind of cool and it's a period piece. Sure. And there's a mystery there that. I didn't like it as much as you. Yeah. I think it's moving too slow. There's too many like, what? <laughs> like, Is this a ghost thing or a sci-fi thing? Is this a curse? I, I don't even know what's happening here. Yeah. Like. For me, it's too much of that for too many episodes. I'll probably stick it out. There, some of the acting is just okay, too. Like, some of the peripheral characters um, sometimes can be a little bit much. Not some of the main ones, but, mm-hmm. like, like the one guy whose brother was supposed to be the pastor or the priest. Mm-hmm. But um, it's not really his brother because they are kind of romantically involved yeah. and and then like um the rich lady who i don't know has has something to do with the geisha girl and the she's like a madam yeah i don't know what she is and the geisha girl is we yeah. don't know the story yeah there hasn't been a lot of backstories revealed yet well i mean they're episode- trying to because like you get some of the captain mostly the captain but yeah the, the geisha girl the 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 spanish brothers mm-hmm brothers quote-unquote right uh, we don't know anything about them yeah they mentioned a couple things yeah um, all we know is the geisha girl and the the one lady that's their mother daughter yeah and the uh the danish people down below in the lower decks yep um and then there's the doctor lady yeah a little bit of her like her brother was on the ship that went missing i think i don't know i guess i don't know i don't know 1899 it's it's an interesting show um I kind of want to see it out. Yeah. But uh, we won't see a season two. I'm kind of glad for that, honestly. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think I heard there's a twist. Okay. In this season. Okay. And I, I think now we're kind of like, eh, oh, well. But I think after we see the twist, we'll probably be like, oh, we uh, need to see where this goes now. <laughs> but we won't. Nope. You want to tell us why Netflix canceled it? So I read something, this data company that handles streaming and uh, analytics and all that. 
So Netflix is very tight-lipped about how they do things. Uh-huh. They just over just a year ago started put out the top ten. You know, oh, you go to your Netflix, yeah. it shows you what the top ten things are. Yeah, are trending now. Yeah. So there will be shows like this that get a lot of buzz and they're in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, but then all of a sudden they cancel them. Hmm. And the reason for that is, according to this analytics company, is that Netflix values completion. If it's over 50% completion, they'll renew it. Oh. But if it's under 50%, they'll cancel it. Interesting. And it makes sense. You know, if people are, anybody can tune in. It's It's like a movie that's crappy, but it's a big blockbuster. It's first opening weekend can be huge. Yeah. But the next weekend, it drops off tremendously. That's a good indication that. It's not good. Sure. And people aren't going to come back for it or sure. word of mouth isn't going to work. So, but that's not the case here. It did have good viewership or no? It had, it was in the top 10. Yeah. It had buzz, but apparently the completion rate is not good on it. Like people are getting three episodes in and be like, eh, I'm done. Uh, or four episodes in. Oh, consumer completion, not completion yes. of the series or like writing or filming schedules. You're not talking right, about right, that. Right, right, no. Okay. Yeah, the the viewer completion. Gotcha. So people you, sticking it out. Yeah. Yeah. They're not finishing the season. That's because it's moving too slow. <laughs> well, it's from, <laughs> it has some pedigree. Like it's from the creators and I haven't seen it, but I've heard good things about the show called Dark. Okay. I've not tried, from a, seen that either. It's from some German filmmakers. It's on Netflix. It's gotten a lot of good reviews. Uh, so this is from them, uh-huh. but even that doesn't guarantee them sure. getting a three season order or whatever. Sure. Sure. So, well, I'm kind of glad this one's going. I might stick it out with you. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Let's move on Yeah. to what the kids are watching. Yay. Hello Yay. children. And we are Yay. watching where the kid was watching. Well, we all watched. We all watched. And when the sun goes down and the moon comes up. Dun, 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 dun. Wednesday from Tim Burton starring Jenna Ortega. Um, you couldn't see me, but I was dancing. Yeah. Jody was shaking a little money maker over there. <laughs> In a Wednesday way. Yeah. <laughs> that show, if it, it's so much more than that viral dance clip. It is. From episode three or four. Yep. It's very good. Like, I it's liked very it. entertaining. The characters are all cool. Yeah. You know, if you like the Adams family, you'll probably like this. Even if you didn't like the Adams family, because I don't. I mean, I kind of, I liked it for what it was, but it wasn't something that I had to watch right. or anything like that. You know, it, it's fine. This is not as cheesy as that, you know. As the that Adams was, Family? Yeah, like that was more of a comedy on television. Oh, totally, yeah. You know? Yeah, this is more, I don't want to say serious, but it's like lighthearted drama. Yeah, that's that's a good way. moments, yep, yeah. Yep, A good cast. Yes. Um... It's interesting, like the, and they don't have a lot of screen time, but uh, Morticia and Gomez Adams, Mm -hmm. they look like the original Adams cartoon characters. Yeah, they do. Especially Luis Guzman. Initially when I saw it, I was like, oh, really? Yeah. But then I thought of the original cartoon, comic strip, whatever, and I was like, oh, yeah, he does look like him. Sure. But uh, Wednesday's just, it's just, it's a really good show all like all the way around, like the set pieces, the production, Mm -hmm. the mood, the tone, you know, it's definitely a Tim Burton thing. There's a mystery, which I love. There's a mystery. Yeah. Um, It's got some comedy. It's got a little scary in there. Yeah. I think it's perfect for families. Absolutely. I don't think there's anything really scary. I mean, maybe some jump scares. I wouldn't say for small, small children, you know, maybe 10 and older, probably. 
Uh, and um, I suppose it depends on the kid. If you got a mature eight, nine year old, fine. But yeah. I wouldn't go much lower than that. No, I don't think kindergartners should maybe watch Wednesday for the scary monster parts. I don't know. Unless you want to be up with your kid with nightmares. That's my recommendation. Oh, no, <laughs> the only thing I didn't like, and it's minor quibble, uh-huh. is the, the monster in the movie looks yeah. kind of cartoony. Looks yeah. a little cheesy. It looks a little... It looks a little like kind of um, 3D animation-y. Yeah, kind of hand-drawn. No, it just looks, it just doesn't look real. Sure. I don't think it's supposed to, maybe. Well, if you got a monster in a real world, I think it should look like you could touch it. You know, like that's something you would see. Yeah. But again, a minor quibble. The show's great. Maybe Um, that's just the silliness of Tim Burton coming in, you know? Yeah. He kind of does maybe. things different and quirky. and Yeah, maybe he wanted to kind of allude to some of his puppet movies, you know. Maybe. That movie Big Eyes, I don't know. I don't know. But the, um, I found myself watching going like, is Wednesday ever going to smile? Like, what would make her smile? <laughs> never. And it never happened. <laughs> nope. But she did kind of allow certain feelings to happen. Yes. <laughs> um, great cast, great pacing. You know, you finish an episode, you want to watch another one. Yeah. I look forward to season two. Apparently they got completion percentage. Nice. Because there's going to be season two. Now I heard it might be on Amazon Prime though. Oh, interesting. Because there's MGM produces it, which is owned by Amazon. Mm -hmm. So it might be on Prime Video instead of Netflix. I don't know. Regardless, (laughs) I think most people will be able to see it, but. Yep. You like a Wednesday? I did. Um, I just, I love the cello solo. That's pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. The music in it's pretty good. And I, yeah, I like you. I like the set. The costume design is mm-hmm. good. You know, the way they show the girls' personalities in their rooms, you know, that's kind of cool. And Yeah. Yeah. There's some good, good stuff there. Yeah, I like the world they've built there with Wednesday. And I love Gwendolyn Christie, I think. Oh, yeah. From Game of Thrones. Sure, She's, sure. Brianna Tarr. She's good. She's so tall. Very. Like, there's a couple actors she was standing next to. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that actor's not super short. Yep. But, but uh, yeah, she's a good actor. Yeah. Jenna Ortega looks like she's probably going to be a star. Yeah, she's got quite a bit of work under her belt now since her childhood star yeah. days. But Yeah, but uh, go check out Wednesday. Yeah. You, know, you got some kids, 10 plus. I think they'll probably dig it. You got anything else? Nope, I'll do it. That'll do it. With that, we'll wrap it up. Jody's doing her Wednesday I'm, dance. I'm chair dancing awkwardly. Fold out chair dancing. That's what the new podcast is called. <laughs> no, it's actually called Married with Channels, where we review uh, TV shows and movies. Um, we'll be back here again with some more. We got a backlog of things to talk about. Oh, my. We'll get to it. Until then, uh, my name is Moose. And I'm Jody. Make sure you subscribe to our channel. Share, tell your friends. We'll see you next time later. Bye.